Welcome, 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 folks, to Waves on the Shore with Evan and Jaren, the census greatest podcast of all time. Thanks for joining us today as we discuss all the latest in country music. We're not biased, we just don't like bad music. <coughs> There's my... <coughs> You know, I always got to cough you, at the very you could, beginning. You could call that a cold open. Yeah, I guess. <laughs> Get it? Because you opened it with a cold. That's true. I am. Yeah. I, I am recovering from a cold right now, but uh, Jaren's weak. It's all right though. You know. That's. I mean, women got me weak. You know what I'm saying. <laughs> Welcome, everyone, uh, to a brand new episode of Waves on the Shore with myself hey, and Jaren, uh, where today's episode is solely dedicated to Jaren's women problems, which are few and far between, but they do really rattle him when they come along. So, wow. Um, <laughs> wow. Today, today's episode is packed. We do have women problems on the it, podcast today, it is. actually. That's true. Uh, not our women problems, but Morgan Evans' women problems. Um, Tough. There's a... <laughs> There's a lot of new music to talk about. Uh, it's been a really... Actually, like, before we get into all the Chase Rice and the Ernest and the Kelsey Ballerini, I, can I really quickly throw shade at Morgan Evans? Is this about the post? I don't... Did he make a post? Because okay, I, I guess go. you could talk about that. I, didn't I was going to bring that up later, um, but... Well, my beef with him is that... And people have already talked about this, but it just really upsets me. Like, his... He like made a produ- over like a super overproduced version of uh, "Over for You," and it's like it's like criminally dog shit. Like, like <laughs> I don't often call songs dog shit. <laughs> Morgan, but like the title, <laughs> but but like it's not it's not good. It's it's like because. Because the, the original, I think it's like a live version is what he first released. And that's like a really good song. And then he produced it in the studio. And it was like every decision that they made was bad. Like there wasn't a good one. No. It, <laughs> it went down the drain really fast. What was the post though? You said he posted something? Yeah. Well, do we want to start with Kelsey in that case? Sure. Yeah, let's just do just it. We're just talking then. about Kelsey. Might as so, well. Obviously... Unless you're living under a rock, uh, Kelsey Ballerini dropped a divorce EP very similar to uh, Carly Pierce, which she did pretty much exactly two years ago now, actually. And Carly was February too. Wait, 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 wait. Oh wow. Hold on. Carly Pierce, twenty nine. Kelsey's was like a week and a half ago. Dude, twenty nine came out on February nineteenth. Kelsey dropped it on the fourteenth. So Around I'm pretty the sure time. they both intended to drop it on Valentine's Day. It's just Carly released it on the Friday. Kelsey literally released it on Valentine's Day, which is a top ten coldest moments in my opinion. But anyways, yeah. she dropped it was a move. <laughs> she dropped the um the one of the moves of all time. Yeah, it was a it was a very Can my phone stop freezing, please? I'm trying mm, to pull something up. Oh, I I was almost that guy, Evan. I was uh, almost the guy that, I was almost the guy that said, Imagine having an Apple phone. I almost said that, you know, I almost did that. That was the thing I almost did, but I'm not going to do it. You know, I, I love everyone, no matter what kind of phone they use. I'm not a, I'm not a butthole like that. <laughs> uh, but if you use Apple Music, you're living in poverty and stop being <laughs> poor. Um, anyways, <laughs> so Kelsey dropped this EP and basically it's really good. And where yeah. I, I don't know if... Many people feel this similar to me. I think it's really good. I just struggle to have um, maybe the same... Not struggle, because I think it's really good. I feel guilty feeling so passionately positive about something rooted in a divorce. Like, something about that feels weird for me to like, <clears throat> be super like outspoken about the entertainment value I get out of someone's failed well, marriage. This... But it's, yeah. if, if she's put it out... She has, um, she, she's comfortable with it at least. And Morgan put out a song first, which leads me to um, his post that he posted just an hour ago. So just before we started recording, oh. he says, yeah. so it's, just, it's literally just a screenshot from the Notes app. 
He says, it's really sad for me to see this person who I spent so much of my life with and loved with all my heart saying things that aren't reality and that leave out what really happened. She knows I'm not the type of guy to speak on those things publicly. If this is what she needs to heal, I hope it helps. All I ask is that if you're on my pages, please don't be mean. Don't be mean to Kelsey. Don't be mean to each other. Life's too short. So I understand, right, if Kelsey made up a bunch of crap, like, and released an EP and made Morgan Evans look really bad, I'd be like, okay, fine. Where I struggle is, like, obviously I don't know what happened behind closed doors, but the the songs, all the songs, Morgan's song versus Kelsey's EP, seem to go hand in hand. The point of Morgan's song is he doesn't understand like, how, why did this end? How long has it been over for you? And Kelsey's whole point is saying, if you couldn't see, like, you weren't able to see all the things going wrong. That's your fault. Therefore, I'm ending this. So it's just like, I don't, like, maybe there's little details or things that are maybe written a certain way to make it rhyme or something. But, like, you know, the general story, like, the general recreating the crime scene here, Everyone seems to be on the same page. So for me, I think it's just like, I don't know. It just feels like Morgan, because he started it too. That's the thing. You're the one saying like, I don't want to make these things public. Well, you released your divorce song well, first. <clears throat> you beat Kelsey well, to it. So I think it's a way to make Kelsey, I think it's him trying to make Kelsey look bad by saying like, oh, like, well, again, I don't have. I, I wasn't in the bedroom, okay? I don't I wasn't third wheeling like <laughs> hey, that. Yo? I don't I don't know <laughs> hey, yo? I don't know what happened. I'm just okay. saying that like Morgan's post seems like he just seems like he's trying to save face because she just did what he did better. I don't know. Sure. I don't like I it. can see that. Um I think another way to kind of well, another thing to consider, I think is how I should say this, is Kelsey's EP is like seems to be like extremely specific. Yes, yes, she like, goes into detail. Like really like personal. And the thing is that's not it's not just personal for her, it's personal for him. Like and he when he made his song and yes, he did it first when he made his song, he didn't go into like all the like like at one point in one of her songs, I can't remember which one it is. She says something about like, like, and the way she says it, it's like half-hearted, like, like makeup sex or something like that. Like, like, and and it comes off as like they're doing it in this really disingenuous way, like they're trying, and it. To me, that's like a very personal thing that she's sharing, and which fair. So I think then, like, I don't know. I'm I not. My, I'm not saying that either of them are wrong. I'm just saying that th- like this is this is the this is the whole issue <laughs> with these types of songs and EPs is that sure. even though Kelsey's is really good artistically, it's hard as an impartial party. It's hard as someone from the outside. How do I react to this? How do I share this do i say like oh this ep is great or blah 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 blah, blah. are all the morgan evans stands gonna come at me am i is kelsey completely making stuff up to make morgan look bad and i'm saying that she's right i who knows i'm saying from the songs i think they go hand in hand it's just kelsey does go into a lot of detail so i can see how that would be a little like shocking or embarrassing for morgan but i think it comes back to the like you you started it i think that's where i sure struggle to side with morgan only because sure you didn't go into the same detail sure sure but sure. you broke down that wall of i'm gonna make this public and let's be honest well, right i'm gonna Morgan's be honest song, i think i think kelsey was bound to do something whether he did it first or not i'm just saying okay fair um, but i'm, but saying, I'm also morgan... i'm also not taking either of their side i'm just yeah okay so i don't that's the other thing right i don't want to take sides i'm not going to take sides i'm just but he's taking side that's what's happening right no i'm just observing what i've seen (laughs) okay and you know over for you doesn't make kelsey out to be some angel she kind of seems like a diva who kind of stuck him up which kelsey admits to being on her ep like neither of them are angels and no one's innocent in this situation it's just Um, they're 
now they're both getting bitter when they both chose to make this public. It's a weird, it's a it's weird situation. Situ yeah, it's an interesting situation. It's a sucky situation for sure. Um, but the EP's good. That is interesting because just from the past year, uh, observing this whole dynamic between them in terms of how they've been releasing music and what they've been releasing since um, it was made public in like August that they got a divorce. Um, to me, Morgan has been a lot more private and a le less um, outspoken about it. And to me, I've I I've also seen Kelsey. It seems like Kelsey's very like she's. I mean, she's made it clear that she's like a broken, not perfect person. But also, I feel like she kind of wants to stick it in his face a little. <laughs> yeah, that's just kind of, and I'm not trying to be like Kelsey's a horrible person or anything. I don't like. I'm not doing that. I'm just saying that she's been doing a lot, and Morgan hasn't really. Yeah, which I think so, is more admirable take on it taken like because uh, truthfully i don't think at least I, this soon, obviously they're both at least this soon it's kind of just jarring because it's just like this all just happened i swear I, they made it public but i swear they weren't actually like divorced till november then morgan dropped a song in december and then kelsey came back in february the holy was that it, song only in like, december i think so it's it just before that it, it could have been it all just feels very reactionary I think emotions are high. <laughs> They're boiling pretty hot right now. Also, Morgan Evans is a cute dude, you know, is as he? a straight as a straight man. Also, as a it straight really, man is he? It really hurts me to say he's kind of given off like. Oh my goodness! Why is over for you have five times more of the streams than the live version? Kill me. <laughs> That's just I, not. Uh, Morgan Evans, his hair specifically gives me like. 2013 pop rock lead singer vibes well he's like a he's a he's a beach surfer dude i like his hair it fits the vibe i don't how beach i mean i guess it's kind of beach surfer a lot of the dudes like that have hair long like that at uh, least going on it's it's the way it blows to the october side 7th what the heck it was october 7th yeah i was gonna say ain't no way it was in december because i specifically remember listening to this and I, like, reacted to it in one of my YouTube videos. And I haven't made a YouTube video since October. <laughs> so. <laughs> <laughs> There's your timeline. <laughs> so there, that's, that, that makes sense. Um, when did Kelsey and Morgan get married? They've been married for five years, I think. They've been married for, like, almost five years. Something like that. At least four. Um, but, yeah, I guess all that to say is the, Kelsey's EP is really good. Um uh, not addressing the drama just talking about the is it six songs yeah right? with the narrow lead. uh geez yeah just also the interlude mm, kind of not that great honestly i i will i mean it's not like i don't know i i it's was on the fence with it because i kind of like it it's i, I kind of like how sudden it comes to an end I don't, that, that's not what bothers me. <laughs> there's something about it that... Uh, okay, this has bugged me, and I still don't know. It reminds me of something. I still can't pin what. If, to me, it feels like she's like trying but, to do like an NF thing, but she's Kelsey Ballerini, so I'm confused. NF's back, <laughs> isn't he? All the, all, the, all the kids are freaking out now. Yeah, but I'm, but what I mean by that is he kind of likes to do like edgy, kind of like interlude. Like he, I mean, he's a rapper, and she like raps in this song. She does. This is so annoying. Every time I try and think of what it reminds me of, I can't. It doesn't come to me. DJ Khaled. <laughs> God did. <laughs> Who filed the divorce paper? God did. <laughs> um, <laughs> that was good. Another one. I, li I like um, that. Another one. I'm pretty sure at one point he said... Yeah. I broke the door, then I unhinged it, or something. <laughs> Which is oh, like, good old DJ Salad. What would we do without him? DJ Salad, <laughs> man, man needs one. DJ never touched a salad. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, what a character! God did review on the podcast. <laughs> what if we did that? Ayo, 
whole you guys are hearing it episode. first. The April first episode. There's gonna be a special <laughs> April first, April Fools' episode, and we're gonna review "God Did" by DJ Khaled, and that's happening. I like that. And if you're surprised when it happens, we're not gonna explain it. This is the only time we're gonna acknowledge it. So yeah, if you're here for it, it yeah, better mark it down. It's happening. It's happening. So, do you going back to Kelsey? Do you have a favorite of the six? Hmm. Well, honestly, I really like the opener, Mountain with a View. Um. I I think the front two are the best. Uh, I I like the vibe of Mountain with a View better. I like the lyrics of Just Married better. So I feel like I, I almost I have also, to give it a tie at the top. I also enjoy Penthouse. I like that she's talking about like playing pretend in a penthouse, like playing house in a penthouse or whatever kind of that thing. That was a that was a neat line. Um, huh? I said I said that was a neat line. Oh, you said it was a neat line. I wasn't. I, I wasn't. Mimi sure again's a fun little voice memo moment. I feel like Blindsided throws a bunch of people off simply because it's so poppy, so trappy. I like it though. Were you blindsided? Were you blindsided or were you just blind? Like that's straight up just like attacking him. So like I can't blame Morgan for like. <laughs> you can't. Is it is it false? Who knows? If she's lying. I don't know. I'm well, not saying well, that. That's not a fact though. Like. So I don't I'm, know. Yeah, that, I'm not saying like either of them are wrong. I'm just saying like. So, and also, to be fair, I read Morgan's post when you said I went and got on Instagram like 10 minutes ago and read it. And he like makes a point to be like, hey, just don't be mean. Don't be mean to Kelsey. Don't be mean to each other. Let's just he like... was obviously going to say don't be mean to Kelsey because he's like, look, here's the thing. This is going to sound like I am super anti Morgan. I'm not. I'm just saying he was always going to say don't be mean to Kelsey because he is sure. trying to look good. That is, that sure. is the point. He is sure. Both of them want to look better than the other. I feel sure. like if anything, Kelsey maybe makes herself out to be less perfect in her own music, which I think kind of says something. Sure. But he wasn't. He was never gonna be like, oh my gosh, uh, I thought we weren't gonna, or like she's lying. Send hate. No, re- send hate. Go spam shares her. her con- shares her EP. Ne- I was. I, babe, you're so right. I did every. I did everything <laughs> wrong. <laughs> Just like agrees with the entire thing. <laughs> Sounds like the moral of the story is to not marry an Australian dude. I don't know. <laughs> or if you're Australian, don't marry an American girl. Well, let's be honest. Look, I'm not trying to. Also, at the same time, Kelsey's like into like the star signs or whatever, and like. Ooh, she's, that's a big like, red flag. That's what Morgan C. Past <laughs> that. Hey yo, <laughs> is it not? <laughs> You know, it is. I just thought that was really funny where you went, ooh, that's a bitter influence. <laughs> I'm sorry. I just really, ma- I like making fun of What do I girls. want for breakfast today? Like, I'm I don't sorry. know. Let I'm, me check my I star sign. I didn't mean to run over your dog with my car. I'm such a Sagittarius. I can't believe I did that. I'm so sorry. Like, I don't care. Like, no, you're still You buffoon. killed my dog. <laughs> you can't drive. That's the problem. <laughs> Your star she is. sign I've didn't picked, turn the wheel too sharp, honey. I've just picked up on that from, uh, like, her posts. Like, she's kind of into the horoscope kind of things. And I'm kind of like, honey, that's, um, I, those are bullshit. <laughs> I, I, I like to think I'm doing a public service because every now and then uh, at Marshall's, we will get, um, we, we, we get, we have a book section with, like, I feel like I'm being really mean albums. to Kelsey. Sorry. I no, 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 it. it's fine. It's fine, because I also feel like I've been really mean to Morgan, even though I am pretty, or at least in my head, I'm impartial. Um, hmm. we, we, we get books at Marshall's sometimes, and I like to think I'm doing a public service, because every now and then, we get horoscope books, and I always put them in the back, so I'll, like, bury them behind the others. That's amazing. <laughs> um, uh, you know... It, it'll it'll catch up to me like you know good do things good things will happen to you good sure things happen to good that people. good karma you're building up that you're saving up that good karma exactly exactly yeah. um so. all that said this is a good ep yeah solid context um, unex- out of the way unexpectedly the one thing about the past f- few weeks has been unexpectedly nice i think yes in terms yes of music. it's been a fantastic few weeks like, when I saw... Well, you know what? Let's just get into... I'm not even going to bother reviewing. I don't know what I would give Kelsey's EP. It was good. It was enjoyable. Intriguing. Makes you think. Um, All the boxes know. we like to tick. 
Yeah. Um. But the thing that like when I saw people talking about <clears throat> Chase Rice and like for what I mean, this it's like beating a dead horse. Most people aren't like super big on him. I don't before Key before I heard Key West in Colorado a few months back, I did not like him at all. And then when he had Key West in Colorado, he had this one song where I was like, I like this song. And then this album comes out and I kind of forgot that it was happening. And I was super skeptical. Like I was like, really? This isn't, I was straight up like, I don't think this will be good because it's Chase Rice. Fair. Like I was heavily doubting him and I, he proved me wrong. I think this isn't like a perfect album, but it's like. And I think especially, thing- especially in the context of the, all the other music that he's put out, it's like insanely good. <laughs> here's here's my thing with the album, right? My like, review, bitch, like this man wrote a song from a dog's perspective. Yeah, and it was a like, solo right. It was a solo right too. Yeah, and it's like really good. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think the thing for me with this album, as far as like, no, it's not perfect, but like, it never missteps. It never falls off. That that's the impressive thing about this album for me. Is like when you look at Country Again Side A, you can say, Oh, it's not a perfect album because it has put it on ice and stuff like that. And little aspects here and there that you're just like, we should have got rid of that. The thing with Chase is and his new album is he never missteps. There's never a moment yeah, this is, or a song this is that Chase I'm just Rice's like, Country Again, and it's like low key maybe better than Country Again. I think it is better. I think it's significantly better. I think um, Country Again has like, well, actually, maybe I'd have to look at it. Go ahead, keep because talking, because sorry. because I hate cowboys and all dogs go to hell is so consistent. So it's yeah. not perfect, right? There is room for improvement, but there are no no bad songs. There's like in my review, there's two that I didn't like as much. But I was very clear to say, I still think they're all right. I still think they're good. And I don't know. There's no, like... Hold on. It's almost been two years since Country Again, Side A. Yeah. And Side B is nowhere to be found. (laughs) Thomas. Thomas. What are you doing? What? When to where we started come out? Was it in, like... Was that really April? Wow. April 2022. Almost a year Um, ago. Wow. I have a someone posted something about Okay, I I'm actually kind of Thomas flabbergasted that there hasn't been a side B because like side A had successful songs. Like what's your country song is still in his top four top five songs. But that doesn't I I don't think that's very representative of the I don't think that's a I don't think that's, that's true. It's not representative song. of the rest of the album, but it was on that album. Yeah. How did it do compared to where we started? Like, how how are the streams kind of sort the, of? Uh, well, it's actually doing better, I think. Like, where we started but it's, it's doing better? No. Side A. Now, granted, it's, it's been out for an, uh, a year. Yeah, but, like, what song? What are what songs are people even listening to off of where we started? Because I'm not Half listening of me. to any of them. Yeah, but it's not even... Slow Down Summer has 44 oh, million, but it seems to have slowed down a lot. The cruddy remix of Angels that I will never forgive that man for. <laughs> oh my gosh, that um, grinds my gears. It's, uh, and there's Half of Me with Riley Green. That's yeah, 25 million, but like, I don't know. Country Again had 44 million. What's your country song in 97 million? Want it again, which is a really good song, has 36 million. Growing up has 15 million, which it's just a, it just it's actually I need to go back and listen to that album because it's actually good. Country except for Friday is good. So except where, for specifically put it on ice. Where is side B? Yeah. Also, I just really like the album cover. I, I really like, like Chase's album cover. I enjoy that one too. It's a goaded one, actually. Like that actually. is that will legitimate. That Two cores. This the man, best. the vest over the plaid shirt, with the hat. Even and the just two, the way the, the colors work and everything, I think that could be the album cover of the year. It could be. I'm it's certainly beating out Luke Combs. Also, okay. Well, let's finish talking about. Wait. Yeah, we did not follow the order that we said we were at all because we fine. were going to chase Rice last, <laughs> but it's okay. 
Um, all this to be said, bench right, ben, oh, bench rice, <laughs> bench seat is probably my favorite. I I'm also really like. I hate cowboys. Live life part of living. Yep. Um, that's is a, a solid one. Oklahoma, actually, Oklahoma's up there for me. The all dogs time go I, to hell. All dogs go okay, to hell. Okay, well, I know incredible. the Reed Southall band. I said that so wrong in my review, by the way. I, I'm pretty I sure it's Reed Southall band. Southall? Southall. Like Southall. Like Southall. Yeah, I, I Not Southall. Southall. I said, I think, like, I was, I was watching it back, and it was, like, peak Canadian accent on South. And then I, I just went, like, <laughs> South. South. <laughs> And then I just went like, oh, I was like, read, I was like, read Sudo. And I was like, no. Sudo. Oh, gross. Yeah, I remember. I apologize. I I butchered it. I I didn't, I didn't know. So I, I was just, that was, okay. So once I got to that song, that was the moment where like, I realized like, oh shoot. He means business. Chase Rice is doing things because the read South, South old, South all. I don't even know. South all. I'm just going to say the read, read, the read band. Um, I like was familiar with them and to see like Chase Rice of all people like mm-hmm. collaborate, have them on, on his song and it's like really good. And I was like, oh, okay. They have a song called why that I really like. That's, that's their song. that It's their biggest song. That's their song that I'm really familiar with. Um, I walk alone. I also really, really like, I like it when he kind of slows down. So I like, uh, that's what I like too. And that's why I like all dogs go to hell. Life part of living. I just think he does it really well. I, because it's so the production on the songs this time around, as opposed to his last, his, well, anything else he's done. is so intimate and like just organic. It's organic. So it works. It's not interrupted or like overshadowed by anything he just lets the beauty of the song ring out and it's awesome hmm i would be interested to see to me this is well i think this very clearly could be chase rice's magnolia in the sense that 100 percent this is gonna be probably it might just be like he straight up says it in his post this might just be the best thing he ever does, like ever. And his next album just might not be as good. Um, I the question though is like, you know, the problem with the problem with Randy Hauser is he just went back to really average, I know, basic music. And so with Chase Rice, if he goes back to average basic music, that would suck. If he continue, if he tries to go further into something Which, unique and it doesn't work, I'll still be happy with that, even if it doesn't work out great. I just don't want him to revert back to like, you know. But the thing is, surely he won't, because at least, well, I mean, I haven't seen. That's that's how I, I felt so about Randy Hauser. Say, well, the thing, entire. Go ahead. Go ahead. Sorry. The go reason ahead. I say surely he won't might be biased because, right. My thought process is I've never heard more people saying Chase Rice's name. Like, the amount of messages and DMs I got, when are you being Chase Rice? What are your thoughts on Chase Rice? I love the Chase Rice. Is the most interaction I've received about a single album in quite a while. Like, so in my head, I'm just sitting there like, man, Chase Rice has piqued everyone's interest. Surely he will... That That's encouraging. And moving forward, he'll take that into consideration. The question is, though... That's in our little corner of the country music online community. So does that represent everyone's views? Or are the moms like, man, this is too edgy. Like, (laughs) you know, I don't know. I'll have to see. I'm interested to see how this performs. I'm interested to see how the singles perform. And I'm interested, will he, uh, regardless, will he pursue the artistic side of it? Or will he pull a Thomas Rhett and say, ah, didn't work. Guess I'll just make Bass Pro Hat. <laughs> yeah. So my, look, Randy Hauser did Magnolia. And my, I was kind of thinking, wow, he can't, like, sure. Like, okay, the entire point of that album was, like, he was tired of being not true to himself. And when he was most true to himself, he made the best music that he's ever made. Mm-hmm. And 
I feel like Chase Rice might be experiencing a similar situation. I just, I really, I genuinely hope that he doesn't kind of backpedal like mm-hmm. Rainy Hazard did, and that's really disappointing to me because like, and I feel like the like label stuff had to have had something to do with it, or he just. Maybe he just used all of his created juice when he did Magnolia, and <laughs> I, it's like he just ran out of ran out of the best material. If Chase Rice know. reverts back to his old ways, that would suck. But we don't know for now. It's just as likely that he goes down this path and makes an even better album the next time around. So until the new era rolls out, I'm not gonna comment. But until oh. the new era rolls out, I'm gonna keep enjoying the heck out of like I have, I have had this album on repeat okay well i have also made there's a a shockingly i feel like a, a very sh- sh- i don't want maybe i shouldn't say shocking there is a very clear there's an i don't even know if i want to say that there's an interesting similarity between i hate cowboys and all dogs go to heaven and, or sorry hell. hell i meant hell and and magnolia first off it's his fourth album um or no is it? I thought it was like it's fifth or sixth. It's fifth, fifth actually. One, two, three. There goes yeah, it's five. Um, that's true. Well, hold on. So similar. No, it is his. Magnolia was Randy Hazard's fifth album too. Yeah. That those are both similar. Oh. I just said four. I meant five. Um, Jan can't count. And also, with despite this is both, in re- they're both. Uh, both of these albums are the first album for both artists to not have their face plastered on it and to have to not have it be cringy. Um, Randy Hauser, Magno- the Magnolia album cover, I think is really good. And I would say the same for this album. So, like, there's some similarities going on here. And I just hope it plays out differently for Chase Rice. Um, but I just do find that interesting. It, it's bo- it was both of their fifth albums... And they both happen to have really good album art that they aren't pictured in at all. And, like, the cool thing about this is, like, it doesn't even have a title. There's not even words. It's just, just a picture. picture. And I sometimes those are the best. Like, some I people feel the, the need I to slap nice. words on things. And sometimes you just shouldn't. I think. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. But this is a really good album. Like, surprising. Like, it was so good that... While I was uh, hiking with my friends over the weekend, I recommended this to my <laughs> my old roommate. I was Jared's like, are here sh- recommending. I recommended Rice. a Chase Rice album, and that's like a ooh, that's a literally a thing that I never thought I would do. Wouldn't it be cool if like I had a I I think to a smaller degree I felt kind of similarly to Dustin Lynch's last album. Like it was. But surprising. even Dustin Lynch's had arguably more sidesteps than Country again. Sure. And it, it wasn't, like, it definitely wasn't as much of a, like, Magnolia or All Dogs Go to Hell moment. Like, it was a, it was like a, oh, yeah, this is, oh, this Chase, is better than I thought it would be. Chase but Rice's it's not like a, this album, is really good. Yeah, Chase Rice's album is the best of the mainstream R&B douchey bro country guys making, try, attempting to make a, a straightforward country personal album. Chase kind of blows them out of the water, but they are in a similar vein. They're coming from a similar spot. Sure, I, I'm not. I wasn't trying to say that Dustin. Lin- I wouldn't even say that Dustin Lynch was trying to do anything with Blue in the Sky. I just think I, that's think, I think he just happened to make a better album. Yeah, I I think he just accidentally made a decent album with that right there. Um, and the cover is not even that bad either. I I like the simplistic, even though his face is on it. You know, mm-hmm. I just hate that people always put their uh, faces on things. You know. And Dustin Lynch actually doesn't have horrible album covers. Well, actually, all of them are pretty bad except his last two. I, I was take gonna that say, that's <laughs> I take that back. Uh, all right, I don't know. I I do want to rate this. Attempt to, maybe. Um. Oh. I'll. I'll I don't even. Maybe an eight out of ten. Ooh. Okay, he's up there. It's a good album. It, it, no, just, it is. It is. It's it's going to stand as 
Well, I can't say it's going to stand. Right now, it's standing as one of my favorite albums of the year. This really reminds me, actually, now that I think of it, of, like, I used to not be a Brett Eldridge guy, and then, you know, Brett Eldridge comes out with Sunday Drive, and I'm automatically, like, sign me up. Yeah, that's a good comparison, actually. I um, like that. I think Sunday Drive probably is slightly better. Maybe maybe a little bit more than yeah, slightly. Yeah, I, I, think, I think it is. I think, I think Sunday Drive is still good. much better. But, but it's also a different vibe, because, yeah, like, yeah, Brett hard. Eldridge is... Is country Frank Sinatra basically? Yeah, and we love him for that. Yeah. Um, you know what else we love? Um. Uh, sugar. No. Her name was Sugar. Tastes so sweet. And yes, Ernest. We love Ernest. Be. Ernest dropped his new kind of new Album. deluxe tacked onto the back of the OG. It's technically. How he was treating it was like it's another album, but it's basically just he released a double album. <laughs> it's like a wicked deluxe. That's what it yeah, is. Yeah, I guess. It's a wickedly long deluxe where there's more bonus content than the OG content. In my opinion, I still like to view it as two separate projects. I do. I, I can't, and I wish I could. Does that I, make sense? I wish this was a separate thing, and I wish it didn't. Oh, have a dude! When my review, when my review comes out, that is my only problem with this album is that it's not its own release in its catalog. I but hate that. Yeah, I the, hate that it's Flower Shops in parentheses the album Two Dozen Roses with a colon. Yeah, I it's it's, it's awful. Uh, it's awful, but and that's like I feel like it kind of stains the the new release because like. Oh, it's not on its own, but I'm going to treat it as its own. Was it to and bump it the numbers up? And it is a flawless the... album, in my opinion. It really is spectacular. I just don't like that it's on the, the back. But I'm going to continue to treat it as its own album moving forward. Um, and it, like I said, in that case, this album is absolutely flawless. From This Fire straight through to Miss That Girl, which has grown on me, actually. Um, I don't even... Do you want to start? Because I don't even know where I would start on this. I don't really album. have, I so like, much. I don't, like, like, I wasn't, it's, it's not that I was underwhelmed with it. It was just m- more good stuff. Um, I do think that, like, may, and I probably need to listen to it a little bit more, but I, I just kind of think that, like, Unhang the Moon and Songs We Used to Sing are my favorite ones, and those were both pre-releases, so I don't really, I feel like I don't really have a lot to say. Like, none of them are bad, it's a solid album, um, but those were the ones that, like, stuck out to me, and I think we've already talked about those songs, so it's like, it's like, it's just, I really, I, I, I really only want to complain that it's not... <laughs> Do you want me to take the reins then? Because I have a lot to say. Sure, because I feel like I don't have a lot to say. I mean, there were, like, I'll say this. Like, I have fun with the Drunk With My Friends is a really fun yeah. song. Um, um, what Have I Got To Lose is fun. Heartache In My Hundred. Like, it's, like, he does some fun things. I like that there's more features. Mm-hmm. It's a good, it's good. It's just more of the good stuff. Yeah, I mean, I, I think, I think, yeah, oh. I don't. Maybe you should take the reins because I like it's. I'm just really I, upset that it's not another album. Me too. Me too. That that bugs me. But I can see. I, well, I don't want to see past it, but I will because I don't want to have to listen to the second half of an album. Just to listen to an album. Know. It's it's yeah. frustrating. It's stupid, and that's why I hate it. It's weird, but it, look, all of these songs, I absolutely love i think there's a lot i talk about this in my review which is not out yet um but i think there's so many similarities to midland not only in like where he's at in his career and how this album stacks up against his others but sonically dude this thing really just it's oozing with midland vibes and i absolutely love that i love his smooth lush 70s sound um, and he knocks it out of the park on, like, literally every song. I was blown away. Like, I haven't been able to shut the Chase Rice album off. I haven't been able to shut this one off either. I've literally just been going back and forth between the two. But I do think this is better than the Chase Rice album. I mean, Wild Wild West is an absolute jam. Burnout is an absolute jam. Nothing to Lose 
that song is smoother than your smoothest peanut butter. I honestly your smoothest honey. To be truthful, I probably do. I listened to this song a few times the first weekend it came out, and I haven't listened to it in at least like five or six days. And that's partially because I've been tr- I've been playing catch up. I tried I had to listen to Kelsey first, or after that, because I hadn't listened to Kelsey really yet. I'd listened to Ernest, so I needed to listen to Kelsey, and then the whole Chase thing, and then Chase's album has been out, and so I've been. Chase's album came out while I was on a trip, so I was trying to find time to listen to it. Um, mm-hmm. while also, like listening to a road trip playlist, like with my friends. I'm not trying to make them listen to a Chase Rice album, you know. And so it's like, not that it was bad. It's just like fun. It, road trips lend themselves to fun playlists. So like, I'm not trying to hijack the music, you know. And Ernest lends itself to that because I had a little road trip of my own the other weekend. Not not long, but I had like a two hour drive, and I threw this album on. Absolute heater. Where were and you the driving thing is, to? Or was that sadly? The Sadly, yeah. Windsor. Um, I had to go to Windsor. But, um, oh, you mentioned that. You mentioned that in the last episode, I think. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I did, yeah. Um, but we can literally keep going down the line. Songs we used to sing. Beauty. Beauty. Done at a bar. Also smoother than your smoothest, honey. More Big Midland vibes. More just sauce. The amount of sauce is unreal. Off the charts. Drunk with my friends. Dude. We love a good Brad Paisley making I fun really, of your wife. Mike. I really enjoyed do. the Drunk With My Friends song. Oh, yeah. Actually. I listened Brown to it. Voice is elite. I listened to it with my mom, and my mom was, my mom, like, low-key hated it. Because <laughs> <laughs> she funny. sees herself. That's, uh, that's it. That's it. I, I don't I, think I, that was can... it. She's just more like, why does he have to say piss? Why, does, why are these songs <laughs> always about drinking? You know, like, that kind of thing. And I'm just like, Mom. <laughs> It's stupid and funny. It's supposed to be stupid and funny. It's not. It's literally trying to be nothing more than stupid and funny. But it. But at the same time, hits kind of deep. That driver line. That is that is deep writing. Okay, because my driver slices like a hot knife through butter, man. Like yeah. I don't. I rarely use my driver to be honest with you because this thing. Bro, you're such an L human. Anyways, what is- <laughs> um, my what? driver always slices what? so bad. So, like, literally, if I'm on, like, a par four or something, I'll tee up with, like, a five I'll kick iron. your ass at mini no golf. No shame. Don't No, me. not a chance. Not a chance. Nah, bro, you don't even know. To be you honest, putting know. is easily the weakest part of my game, but not a chance. <laughs> it's easily the weakest part and of we, my game. We will, we I've will never been actually golfing, like, besides what? mini golf. You've never truly golfed. No, like it's oh, not a thing that my family does. Oh, you are coming up in the summer. You're you're getting you're up teach here me in the to golf? We're going, what? Is it, we gonna we're gonna go on a golf date? I ain't teaching you. I'm just gonna beat you. <laughs> <laughs> okay, we're well, just then gonna we at least go gotta, out for a day on the course, we, and I'm gonna win. We, we at least gotta record it for content. Then. Oh, we will. We will. Grab grab your younger brother and make a record. <laughs> <laughs> hey yo, get this on camera. Get this shot. <laughs> watch this putt ready lining up and everything hey babe watch this <laughs> oh my goodness I would I've been to Top Golf, and guess what I did at Top Golf? nothing I just took the putter and I just tried to send the ball with the putter every time <laughs> it is really fun going to driving ranges and just doing your putter yeah <laughs> that's what that's basically what I did mm-hmm I was just <laughs> sending that ball, bro. Bro, Aside I've seen those. From... I've seen oh. those Instagram reels of people sending golf balls at Top Golf. It's like, bro, I would imagine being that golf ball. Like I'd be dead. You know? Yeah, Jaron would really want to be smacked by a dude really far. <laughs> I mean, um, well. Uh, on that note, anything but sober, heater, heater. That melody goes crazy. That codeine line melody is nuts. What have I got to lose? Dean Dillon, crazy, crazy smooth, crazy beautiful. Heartache in my hunter proof, crazy fun. Unhang the moon. What even that is one's that? My That's favorite like a... one, probably. 
That's like his wizard moment where he just goes all like mystical his, on him. His wizard moment. <laughs> he just he just pulls, he pulls out, out, out the spell wizard on you sleeves. He's got the he's got the big cloak with the dangly. Dude, you know what, Ernest? If you're listening, you could totally be a wizard for Halloween one year. He would totally rock that. Are you kidding? Fat wizard. Me? Yeah. Like Ernest need to be a wizard, and then Miss That Girl has grown on me. I think it's fun. He'd be one hot wizard. <laughs> no homo though. Dean no Dillon homo. does yeah. actually look like a wizard though. Did you see that one um, video of Cam Thomas? He's, uh, he he like said something. He was like he was like making a joke about him and Spencer Dinwiddie. They're, they play for the Brooklyn Nets. Yeah, they're like really good looking or something like that. And then and Spencer Dinwiddie's right next to him and, he, and like while he's in the interview, he like says that and then he immediately goes no homo and he got fined like forty thousand dollars <laughs> for it. What? Why? <clears throat> Look, bro. Because <coughs> everything's political, bro. He said no homo. We can't let him. Can't let him say that. It just means he's not gay. That's all. I know. Means. Yeah. Whatever. You know what? That's homo. That is. <laughs> uh, find me. Find me for it. Adam Silver, come at me. Do you know who that is? You know who yeah, that exactly. Is? Okay. Ah. No, I know who Adam Silver is. The Tic Tac. Okay, I, um, I don't know. The Tic Tac. Hey, yo. Well. Tough L. On that, Ernest album, really, really good. Should we move on? Well, Jaron, I, I, I have a question first. <laughs> What's your question? Good friend, what are you listening to? <laughs> good friend. <laughs> good friend. My old chap. Somewhat decent friend. Somewhat decent. Tough. Um, it's actually a good question because I've just kind of been all over the place. Um, oh jeez, man. I'm gonna be honest. I didn't come super. Oh wait, here. No, no, no. I got this. Um, I think I brought Patrick Droney last time. Does that sound correct? Is that that familiar? Correct. So I'm going to bring. An EP called Anything Can Happen by Tours. T-O-R-S. It's a six-track EP that came out at the beginning of the year, uh, about a month ago, uh, January 20th. And it's this these three brothers, and I don't... It's not like country or anything. I don't, I'm not sure how to describe it. Gives me AJR vibes. Maybe. Have you heard it before? No. I'm just looking okay. at their pictures. Yeah, they're... Uh, there, it's like kind of like acoustic poppy. I don't know. It's hard to describe, but I just really like it. I think the writing's really good. I like "Garden on the Kitchen Floor" and "Does He Make You Happy." Um, but the whole EP is solid. Anything can happen is also really good. Um, I was listening to this a lot like two weeks ago, so I guess I'm not currently listening to this, but if I'm being honest, what I was currently listening to was the Chase Rice album, so I kind of had to just choose something else that I was <laughs> listening to in the past. So, um, that that being said, listen to the Chase Rice album, but also listen to Anything Can Happen by Tours. You know what else um, they should listen to, Jaren? What, else, what, what should they listen to, Evan? Well, <clears throat> funny you ask. <laughs> they should listen to... John the Fourth or John Four, John IV, the Roman numeral by Jack Van Cleef. That's what they ought to listen to. So story time. Uh, Jack Van Cleef opened for Noah Kahn when I went to see him, and he was really really good. And so I'm fighting back the urge to make a super immature joke, but continue. I'm reading this guy's name. So Cleef uh, is spelled like C L E A F. Uh-huh. And it's from 2016. It's singer-songwriter. I almost want to say, like, uh, not maybe not, well, kind of old Zach Bryan vibes, kind of. Um, imagine Zach Bryan if he used layers and not just one track. Like, if Zach Bryan used GarageBand huh. instead of voice memos, that's kind of the vibe Okay. you get. Uh, it's six songs. It's 25 minutes. All he has the songs. a 10-track album, too. He does. It just came out. It's a, There's a lot of good songs on that, too. Wait, what? But the, re- the reason I'm bringing his uh, EP from uh, 2016 over his album from last year is because of the second song, Gem State, 
Uh, that's the one actually that he opened with at the Noah Khan show. And that one like immediately grabbed my attention. I was like sat focused, like dead focused on the opening acts, opening song because I enjoyed it that much. And I don't know. It's got a drive and power. It's a gem state second song. It's really good. And then it's just a lot of nice folk singer songwritery acoustic music. Um, Mazes has a lot of Mazes is a longer one. It's got a nice, quite a bit of instrumental to it. Bell bottom jeans is the most popular one. But I am sheerly bringing this EP uh, just to tell you to listen to Gem State because it's really good. And it hits crazy. You said he That's opened with Jim State? Yeah, yeah, that was his first song. Hmm. Which I think also, I think he must like it too. It's Because it's not one of his most popular, and it's one of his oldest songs, but he chose to open his set with it. So I sure. thought that was a bit of a statement too. Interesting. He's got good taste amongst his music. He yeah, knows it is definitely likes. not his most streamed, for sure. Yeah, yeah. But it's also not that low either kind of in the middle of the pack it looks like yeah wow well <clears throat> that was uh actually i'm listening to it right now it sounds pretty good um all right so this leads us to insert um, clip Uda frick um yeah speaking the... of speaking of who the frick conor mcgregor's back he's what fighting he's in back? like august or something he was gone yeah, he hasn't fought since 2021. It's only two years. Uh, I mean, Lonzo Ball's been out that long, basically. No one cares about the Ball brothers, though. Um, well, uh, you know, actually... Conor McGregor's already causing drama. I, I hated Lonzo Ball at first, but now he's pretty chill. I hate his younger brother, though. LaMelo can suck my wang, bro. <laughs> he's just like... He, like, talks like he's stupid. Like, he probably is. <laughs> You know, (laughs) I mean, yeah, sure. I just hate the way like some people just like it's like they choose to not be intelligent. Like you choose Uh, to just look like 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 it's like you have the means to be. To not look like an idiot, you know, and like a lot of other people around you. Like your dad doesn't talk like this. So like, why do you like. Like what? Sorry, I'll get off the wa- the the ball brothers thing, but it's like, yeah. Whatever. Jaren will get off other men's balls. It's fine. Yeah, I'll get off these balls. Um. So and we'll. <laughs> hey yo. Oh, I said that. That was a thing I just said. Um. <laughs> all right, Evan, you ready to play Who the Frick? Then I'm hosting this week. If you're at home, play along. Um, Jaren's gonna give us three clues, and we have yeah. to guess who the frick he's talking about. Yeah, this is the beginning of my redemption arc because <laughs> after the Luke Combs joke because four weeks ago or two no four. wait I guess it would have been four episodes ago too um I <laughs> I tried I, to be uh, sneaky I I, tr- <laughs> I tried to pull a fast one on Evan and it didn't work out <laughs> not I, at all I all and I also kind of screwed myself over um okay I'm uh, let's just let's just jump into it okay <clears throat> This artist released a solo R&B album in 2002. 21 years ago. No, wait. Yeah, that was 21 years ago. Darius Rucker. (laughs) The redemption of... um, That is the worst redemption. Are you joking? No. How did how did you how did you get that? That could have been anyone. That could... No, it couldn't have. Yes, Are it could have. Yes, it could have. No, because they're white boys Darius making bad R and B. And then there was like the or he I did call, only wait, did Hootie you... and the Blowfish come before his R and B? Yes, days? way but that okay, I so figured it went, it went Hootie and the Blowfish. Then he diverted R and B. I was trying to think what other like country artists in that time made a solo. <laughs> You okay? At this, bro. <laughs> bro. I thought no. I thought I had this because I didn't know he did R and B at all. Oh, 
Oh yeah, well yeah. I didn't know in I nobody talks about it. I knew about Hootie and the Blowfish. And no one talks about it, but I And I purposefully I, I, I purposefully avoided Hootie and the Blowfish. What were the other clues? <laughs> I am actually so upset. Maybe I should I didn't think that I didn't think you'd get that. The other two clues now are are probably you probably wouldn't have gotten it at all if I had What are the other two clues? Okay, the other one is like, when this artist was younger, their family attended church every Sunday and was economically poor. At one point, his mother, her, her two sisters, his grandmother, and 14 children were all living in a three-bedroom house. It's like, that was just kind of like a, you know, a little bit unconventional. Interesting, but I didn't know. Yeah, but you wouldn't have been like, oh, that's Darius Rucker. I just didn't think that, I get. I guess I falsely assumed that nobody talks i didn't know he had an r&b thing so i i was like oh funny man i hate my life and then the other one was also pretty good i think on november 7th 2016 this artist told espn that they had become a partner in mgc sports a sports agency that currently represents golfers football players and coaches not either (laughs) yeah so i should (laughs) have i i look that is I, I don't even have an excuse. Like, I genuinely just didn't think... I genuinely didn't think that you'd get You're that. You're genuinely just an L. <sighs> I'm so upset right now. And everybody's laughing. Everybody... Honestly, this is funny. You know, this is funny that this has happened literally twice. But also, can we just establish that for the past three rounds of Who the Frick, we have the person who's guessing has just immediately guessed the answer? Right, because who did I bring to E3? You did a Mar- Mark Weistratch. And right, you and weren't... you got it. Uh, I, that one shocked me. That one truly yeah. shocked me. Well, this shocked me. I Apparently, no, I... everybody else knows that he was in our... I didn't know. I just didn't know. I thought he did Hootie and the Blowfish, and then I thought he did Country right after that. I didn't know there was a thing in between. You know what doesn't shock me? I hate you. Shut My up. My dog will not shut up. That is not a shocker. I love Archie, but he's very vocal. Pippin's passed out on the carpet right now. (laughs) Just mega vibing. I mean, he pooped like an hour ago. So, yeah. (laughs) Good to know. Takes a lot of energy to, you know, go outside and... Lay one down. Take a little dumper. Yeah, just to lay one down, you know. (laughs) Ring one out of the chamber. (laughs) (laughs) I have to be careful with Pippin because... He's got, we need to, I need to groom him because like he's got so much hair in his back that like if we're not careful and not paying attention, like his poop can get caught in his hair and like then he's just got a log like in his hair and then it'll like get, it gets stuck and it gets dried out and then I have to like go in like dirty job style. Like I did that like a week and a half ago. Oh, <laughs> I'm so glad Archie has short hair. Yeah. Yeah, well, part of it is that we haven't really groomed him, <laughs> brushed him at all in the past year, which he loves. You know, he loves not being messed with and stuff. But, uh, yeah, um, what? real quick before we wrap up the podcast, what other big – so, like, Morgan's coming up in a few weeks now, like three weeks-ish. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. I oh think it's, gosh. like, more like three. It's, like, ten days. No. What? What day – Oh, it's March third. Okay, then it's yeah, it's a it's, it's a weekend. Literally half. next Friday. Yeah, it is next Friday. I guess I was thinking it was. I I, I think I I think I was thinking it was March tenth, not March third. Um. What is that? Well, what's the next thing after Morgan? Like, who else didn't? Is there anything else? Like, I bet a bunch are gonna pop up. Parker McCollum in May. Oh, that's one. That's one that I yeah. That's and one. I I I bet you a bunch are gonna start. There's gotta up be one in April. Um, there probably is one I'm forgetting, but um, oh, Jason Isbell in June. That just that's right. That was just announced today. I um, saw that. It's it's it, we're getting spring is release season, so a bunch are gonna start popping up, and April to June is gonna gonna be nuts. It always is. People, um, I mean, I know spring is kind of like release season, but like I feel like albums come out all year, and I, it does definitely slow down once you get to like October. Mm-hmm. But you know, it still happens. Not a lot. Like you had you had Chris Stapleton releasing his album in November back in was that twenty twenty? 
um, which doesn't feel like he did release that album that long ago, but he did. Yeah, so. three years. He's getting so, huge one. And I've so heard, I've heard, I've heard rumors. I've yeah, heard, uh, I've heard rumblings. Ruffles. Yeah, I've heard anxious quells, calls from the wild. Sometimes when I go for walks, I can hear Chris Stapleton's voice echoing out across the cornfields. <laughs> what if that? What if that was just a thing? You know, you just heard Chris Stapleton's voice. That's hallucination. No, but like, he's such a, it's like an ethereal sound, you know? Like there's a joke in the movie, uh, there's a joke in uh, the movie, The Nice Guys, where they're like talking about how like a lot of people, it's kind of like a thing where like a lot of times people speculate that maybe when you're about to die, you can kind of like see like an angel. But it's like a funny joke that like there was this guy who was about to die and he saw Richard Nixon and like he like held on for dear life and was like, no, it's all Richard Nixon and didn't want to die. So it's kind of like one of those things where it's like it's like a, a spiritual thing. You're just out in the wild and then you can just hear Chris Stapleton like he just reminds me of kind of like a wild man because he's you know, got the beard and the I don't really know what I'm saying. Um, I'm having a Theo Vaughn moment, I think. Going on right here. <laughs> no, because you haven't uh, cracked any Michael Jackson jokes yet. Yeah. Evan, how old were you when Michael Jackson died? <laughs> I would have been, what, five? Would have been the time to meet him. <laughs> yes, sir. <laughs> Thank you for tuning into this week's episode of Waves on the Shore. If you feel so inclined, be sure to leave a comment below. And if you'd like to connect with us personally, you can find both of us on Instagram at the Waves on the Shore and our personal accounts, myself, Evan, at the Overshore, and Jaren at J- Jep Watts. Um, J-E-P-W-O-T-S. I'm telling you, man. Bro's so whack. Anyways, I'll get out of your ear now. You do yourself a favor and have a fantastic rest of your day.